Hey, this is John Lagodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J O H N L A G O U D A K is.com and also on the blog i've got a transcript of everything that we talk about including links to sites that i mentioned i hope you get a lot out of today's recording welcome everyone to the call this time is open to everyone to talk about anything at all you want to talk about with your online business Are we all happy with where our business is going? I, Lyle, maybe you can give us an update how you're doing with your... Um, so I think the last time we talked with the YouTube videos, you were able to upload them and edit them. Oh, well, I haven't done anything since, um, you know, because I'm thinking about it that uh, <clears throat> in order to make a video, I have to write a script. I've got to, you know, I have to really be careful what I say when I say it and how I say it. So, you know, it's something I have to deep, uh, think deeply about and uh, mm-hmm. and write it all down. Uh, I really, you know, uh, and, you know, I'm not even 100% sure that's the, that's the avenue I, you know, I want to go. Um, yep. You know. Well, look, it sounds like it might not be, I mean, if you're not comfortable with video, but, uh, I mean... No, I, I don't mean about we, we, making videos. I, bet, I, I mean about making uh, the video about... Um, uh, you know, uh, talking to people about getting gigs and, and, and putting up links okay. and putting up links. I mean, it's a possibility. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, I do have some experience in, in, in it. Um, but I'm, I'm probably confused also that, uh, you know, you have sent us all this information and, and you know, the, the, the squeeze funnel and all that. Well, how do I take that squeeze funnel and turn it into my squeeze funnel? You know, they, that's a, there's a question. How do I take mm-hmm. the squeeze funnel that directs people to, um, you know, the 100 e-books and so on, and uh, do I have to go to um, Aweber or WordPress or something and, and, and tweak it so that it's, it then becomes mine and uh, directs people to links that I have? And, you know, you were talking about um, I could say to you know, I could make a deal with a local or a couple of local music stores or something uh, mm-hmm. and then direct people to those music stores and get them to get a, a discount or, uh, or you know, that I get discounts or whatever. Um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I'm sort of, you know, I'm a bit kind of in the dark about a lot of stuff about this really, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, look, yeah, look, it, it, you don't have to go into that niche, Lyle. That was just a, just an example, oh, you yeah. know, the past few weeks. You know, we are talking about how, um, you know, something you're passionate about, and I said, mm-hmm. this this is a possibility for you. But whatever, you can go in any niche that you want. Yeah, you, you I, can, I understand uh, that. But also, you know, my original niche, of course, was to get into health and fitness. But, um, you know, unless I'm actually fully engaged in that myself, I realize now, I mean, it's okay to, you know, promote other people's stuff, but, you know, you've got to sort of, you know, you have to have some sort of credibility. Uh, you know, um, you know, I work pretty hard, uh, but I'm not, I don't go to the gym. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I walk a lot, uh, 
but I, you know, there's, I don't do workouts and I don't know anything about, you know, glutes and, and, you know, all the, the, the great uh, exercises or anything, but because um, I'm pretty healthy, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm a fairly healthy person, but I, I don't exercise, mm-hmm. you know, but, but um, I, I pick health and fitness because I realize that that is a huge market. And but I know what you can you you said is that you know everybody's doing it uh, because it is a huge market, uh, and and you've got yeah, and that's fine. You can still go in it. It doesn't matter how big the market is. You you can definitely get into any market you want. Mm. The question is, is it something you're willing to? I mean, you don't have to, and you don't even have to be an expert. But it is something you 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 should be passionate about or at least interested in. Yeah. yeah. Enough that you're you're happy to do research and create content and, um, yeah, yeah. So I'll put it to you this way: I mean, a person who works for a, you know a car dealership, say Ford, Holden, or Mercedes Benz, they not may not necessarily be be passionate about cars, but when it comes to selling them, they have to be, don't they? When they go home, they probably the last thing they want to think about is cars. But that's the job. Look, it depends. You know, like some people, some people love it. Yeah. Some people just do it for for income. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot easier when you when you get into a business that you have mm. a passion for, or at least an interest in an interest in. Yeah. It just makes it a lot easier for you. Yeah, I, I fully understand and appreciate your points. Um, so it's something I'll have to uh, mull over for the next week. I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and also go through uh, your videos as well. Uh, Been slack on that department. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, thank you. I appreciate you sharing that that with us, Law. Okay. Uh, okay. Anything, anyone at all, anything about your internet business that you want to talk about, whether it's content creation. Traffic, lead generation. John, what is yes. the best way to change? So, or it's a way to change the people that you are fan from Facebook and leads. What is the way, or just continue to work on Facebook and they will come at some point? Okay. <clears throat> so, the way to get people that are following you on Facebook. Like uh, following your profile or maybe your Facebook page, mm-hmm. turn them into le- turn them into email subscribers. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Look, that that is a good question. I'm look. I, I do have my own Facebook page, and I, I. But you know what? I'm not sure how much of the traffic that I get from Facebook. What I like to do. Um. Let Let me hop over to my Facebook page. And so I don't really do anything on my profile as far as work, as far as work stuff goes, or my internet marketing stuff I put on my Facebook page. Okay, and on my page, um, so things that I like to do is post the um, the content that I've been creating. So um, I let people know about blog posts that I've written. So I'll put a link. Uh, my Facebook page to a blog post I've written. If I've created videos, I'll post. I'll actually post the videos up on the Facebook page. And actually, I learned a way to do that. I'll just share. I'll just show you what I do. 
let's say I want to actually embed the video itself from YouTube. So I've got a video I've I've put up on I've uploaded to YouTube. If I want to embed that on my page so people can play it on my page, what I do is so I go to the video, click on the share button. So this is on YouTube. Go to the embed. Get the get I'll get the embed code for that video. And then on my Facebook page where you can type, you know, something under your status in your status uh, area, if you paste the YouTube link, the YouTube embed code, and I'll show you what I mean. I'll put I'll put this in the chat area, for example. So that embed code that you get from YouTube, if you paste that into your status area, you can actually it'll actually then bring up the video. Uh, so you'll see a preview of um, you'll see the video headline and the video description, and then you can delete the code, right, from your status window. You delete the code, and then you can say something about the video, like you can write something about the video, including maybe a link back to your squeeze page, and then post it. For those of you on the call, you can go ahead check. Here's a link to my Facebook page, so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, so if you go to that link and you look at my Facebook page, you'll see that I've got some videos that I've posted on there recently. You'll also see that um, you'll see some posts from my blog and sometimes I'll even put photos. It's a really good idea to put photos of yourself doing stuff. Like I put a photo, like when I went to Tonga recently, I put a photo up of that. Just so people can get that, uh, people can get to know you. Get it, it is very social platform, obviously Facebook, and they want to get to know you as a person. So I tried to do that as much as possible. I put a few more photos there of my trip to Tonga. The way I get people, I, I get these people that are sharing my stuff and coming and looking and and my followers. How I get them into leads? Typically, what I like to do is I'll have on the about section of my page on the left hand side if you scroll down a bit i've got a link to my squeeze page um i've also got a in the app section i've got this free report link well i haven't been there for ages let me click on that that's coming up all right there so i've got a i've got a tab on my page called free report where people can go and uh, enter their email address to grab a free report from me what else have i got to get subscribers Love. yeah I, I just looked at it you, you you sent that one to us when we joined up the online business re resource report oh okay yeah yeah definitely yeah it's it's one i've, I've had for a while and I, I try to update you know it's just stuff that i use every day when i post stuff it's very common for me also to put a link back to my squeeze page when i post you know when i'm posting videos or whatever so look, there's lots of different ways to get people to um, to your squeeze page or to your Facebook page. The main thing I try to do with my Facebook page is provide really good content. I try to engage as much as I can with people. What, what I actually should be doing more with my Facebook page that I'm not currently doing is asking questions, really relevant questions, and to really get that interaction going with my followers, okay? So, for example, um, and, and I should be doing stuff more, and because, look, it's really important that 
yeah, yeah, you, you can provide great content, you can get your subscribers to know you by putting up pictures, but communicate as much as you can with your followers, especially on Facebook, right? So some questions I could be asking, for example, let's say I'm, I'm creating a new product that I want to add to my sales funnel, um, which I'm currently doing right now. What I should be doing, I should be interacting with my list and saying, hey, I'm creating a new product and I'm thinking of calling it Platinum IM Business Coaching Program. What do you think? And you know what I mean? So you get that interaction going and you get great feedback for your business, for yourself, right? Or could be, uh, let's say you're, you're creating a blog for yourself, right? So I know Julie's been working on her blog. So maybe if Julie had a Facebook page, she might put something like, hey, I'm creating my blog. I'm thinking, I I'm, I'm can't decide between these three themes. What, which one do you think looks better? And then Julie can, you know, give a link to the three different themes that she's considering and get some feedback. So you're getting valuable feedback, you're interacting with your followers, stuff like that. You could be doing a lot of that kind of stuff, getting valuable feedback, keep, you know, get, getting that uh, oneness with your, um, with your followers. And I've seen a lot of very successful marketers do that kind of stuff and it works really well. So that's really good stuff to do with your Facebook page as well. Does that answer your question, Ulrika? Does that yes, help? Yes, and that is a great idea, especially about launching the new product. So I can deal a little bit with um, launching my uh, unemployment program. Thank you very much. It was great. And I use the first, I uh, have, um, I put the link to my uh, landing page. And uh, I will extend that and I will use this one with question, which is great. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, look, it's it's something that's so important, really, getting feedback because uh, many times a lot of us, a lot of people, not, not necessarily us here in this group, but a lot of people when they're creating a new business or a new product, that will go all out, you know, getting the domain name and picking a business name and creating a product, creating a website and all that kind of stuff. They go to all this effort. And then they take it to market, okay? And then they realize, hey, the, either the market doesn't want it or I need to rebrand re the whole thing because I've done it all wrong or there's many things I've included that I shouldn't have included and things that I haven't included that I should have. Whereas if you use something like a Facebook page or even your existing email list to communicate with your followers and and talk to them about the stuff that you're doing and get their feedback, that could save you a lot of time and heartache. Um, there's a really an excellent book that I listened to very recently called The Lean Starter by Eric Rise, I think he, the name was. And it's a fantastic book. I, I highly encourage every business person to, to, to read or listen to it. I downloaded it from audible.com. You can buy it as a book or you can download it as an audio book, but just really valuable information about you know any part of your business. Whether it's, it doesn't matter if you're a startup or an existing business, internet marketer, you got a traditional brick and mortar business, doesn't matter where you were at, but it's just some very valuable concepts that teaches that basically there's a lot of things you can do to save yourself a lot of time and heartache. What is the title of the book? It's called The Lean Startup. The Lean Startup. 
yep. So thanks for that question. Anything else anyone wanted to talk about? Yeah, well, I think I actually asked you a question earlier regarding. Uh, yeah. I just guess I'm a bit confused because obviously I have very, very little, little knowledge of uh, of internet marketing. So how can I how can I promote internet marketing when I know not very much about it myself? Uh, this is yeah. I'm trying to get. I've been having trouble getting my head around that. Mm -hmm. You've set all this up for us, but. Um, if someone comes back to me and says, "Oh, what about this, that, and the other thing?" and I, you know, I go, "Well, what on earth are they talking about?" Yeah, look, you know, you know, when I started off law, um, I had exactly the same. Oh, I'm going. For, I went for exactly the same thing as what you're just talking about now, and what I did was, is as I got those questions, I found out the answers, mm. and then let them know. So you know, I. You're not expected. Even now, I don't have all the answers. Yeah. Sometimes I get questions I don't know the answer to, and I just find out. So what that does is two things. So you're serving your list as you find out the answers, and you and you let them know, get the answer to the questions. At this and at the same time, you're learning. And everyone's the same. Everyone has to start somewhere. You know, we learn uh, step by step as we go. And you don't have to pretend to be something you're not. You don't have to pretend. Oh, well, that would fall. That would fall very quickly, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, for anyone, you know. Um, so, and there's there's been a lot of there's a lot of people that have been successful in every niche, not just internet marketing, where they've basically said, "Hey, I've got a passion for this, and this is the journey I want to take," mm -hmm. and and they take other people with them on their journey. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, it really, it really comes to what back to you said to me earlier. I, I relate that part to what you've said to me earlier about well, you know, this is the this is where I'm going with this, and uh, you know, in my next video, I'll explain something else. You know, I I, I appreciate that. Uh, it's like it, it basically makes you makes you find out for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it really comes back to confidence too. You know, like there's a lot of people out there. They do very well. They get a big following. They, you know, they 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 get a lot of respect and and they earn a lot of money. And really, they they're just doing the same thing, right? They're only going. But the difference is that they realise that they don't have to know everything, and they have confidence. Okay, and so that's something that we need to develop with within ourselves. Is is have a healthy respect and healthy confidence in ourselves, not to and not to think that we need to ha know everything before we can be confident. And confidence builds up gradually too. You're not born with confidence overnight. You just get that gradually as you as you do and take baby steps and as you learn stuff and you have the little victories. So like like for yourself, lol, you know you're more confident now with videos. And you know you're not 100 percent confident because you don't know everything about video marketing, but you're more confident than you were a few weeks ago, and and that's what happens. We just build up our confidence gradually over time, over time, and and as you get more and more confident, that shines through and and, attract, and that attracts people as well. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I can also see that. I mean, I don't want to be negative. I don't like being negative, but I can see that. You know, you're going to you're going to pick up people on the way and you're also going to lose them too because um, either your, mm. your videos are, are not regular or 
well, virtually that. You know, they're not. You know, someone will come back and say, "Where is this? Where's this guy gone? He was here." You know, that's his old video, but he hasn't done anything. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look, it, it is. You're right. It is an important part of having a following is being consistent. Um, so it, it is really important to plan out what you're going to do and, and try to do it on a regular basis. Whether it's email marketing, whether it's you know, with you know sending out regular emails or creating regular blog posts or regular videos, uh, which is why I like to incorporate everything together. So that way I'm always regular. So if I if I um, when I create my regular podcast, also take create videos from that. I create blog posts from that, and it's just regular because I'm using that one piece of content and repurposing it. Um, and there was another thing as well as you were talking, and and that is um, that that came to me, and that is that yeah, there will, there will always be people. It doesn't matter how confident you are how good you become in your field, how expert you become, um, everywhere along your journey from the beginning right to when you're nearing the end and you know, you're at the epitome of your, your field and your niche, there will always, always be people that don't like what you do. Yeah, exactly. Always. Right, you'll always have that. Yeah, I, I... yeah exactly. <laughs> so, and it's... You know, it's something we have to learn to deal with, right? So you know, Lyle, you, you know very well what I'm talking about because you're a performer, right? So, and as you do gigs, there's going to be people that like your stuff and people that don't like your stuff. And it's just the way it is. You can say that okay. again. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And you, you, can't, you can't please everyone. Oh, exactly right. And, and we have to remember that, okay? So what we need to do really is take the positive, great, Look at the negative and, and, and see if there is something we can learn. But at the same time, realize there's always going to be people that don't like our stuff. And we just have to get over that, really. You know, we have to learn to get over the, you know, the, the negative feedback that we get from people. So, look, it's, it's always been that way, okay? It's always been that way. You look, you look at any person or any group that's been successful... And they've always had people from the beginning even to the end telling them that they were no good, you know, that they're not going to make it, that they're a phony or whatever, you know, all sorts of negative stuff. And then it's not just the external influences, it's internally as well, okay? So everyone, no matter where you're at, you're always going to have those negative voices inside yourself, always have that doubt. Right? Uh, I heard something recently about even Oprah Winfrey. Even, you know, when she was, uh, so I, I understand that she she's no longer doing her sh regular show. Is that correct? Maybe someone can inform me. Well, I believe that's true, yeah. I mean, she's had, yeah. oh, well, she's had a lot of people knock her, I'm sure, of course. But Yeah. But even towards the end of her um, TV career, well, I'm, I'm sure it's not finished. I'm sure she'll do more things in the future. But so she had a lot, you know, she had a, a daily TV show or a weekly TV show. It's running for many, many years. Even towards the end of that, she had those negative voices in her head about herself. Well, I'd say it's pretty hard to get rid of that. Um, you, you just have to learn to ignore it. I mean, like you have to learn, I guess, to ignore the external criticism as you're talking about, but also learn to ignore the internal criticism because probably there's not yeah. a lot you can do about that because uh, it's ingrained from, if you know, it depends on your upbringing, I guess. Uh, 
yep. if you've had negative influences um, from an early age, you're going to be wearing that that stuff forever. But you have to learn to say, well, that's just, you know, I'm not going to acknowledge that anymore. Perhaps. So, yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. So we we have to learn to get over. It. Like I I get it all the time. Like I get it. Some days, you know, some days we have really good days, up days. Some days we have down days, and and it's strange to me because nothing might have changed. For example, in the business, right? Like, let's just talk about business. So, for example, nothing might have changed in the business, but some days I'll have really up days, and some days I have down down days where I doubt things and what I'm doing. What I try to do is step back and realize, hey, don't listen to that. You're doing well. You're, you're moving forward, you're accomplishing great things, just keep going. But it's, it's very important for us to understand that those negative voices are always going to be there, no matter where you're at in your life, whether it's personal life, business life, no matter how good or bad you're doing, they're always going to be there. So as long as we realize that, it's, it's easier for us to deal with it. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. Well, John John Denver had a song called "Some Di- Well, I don't know if it was titles that this, but "Some Days a Diamond and Some Days a Stone." Sometimes the hard times won't leave you alone, you know. Uh, yeah, but you you know you do need to ignore it as as, mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah, and I think it's especially true when we're trying to extend ourselves. So when we're trying to do more with our lives, whether it's a personal development things personally we're trying to achieve whether it's better fitness or better health trying to increase our knowledge of things generally whether it's family relationships whether it's with our and trying to improve our, our financial situation our business whenever we stretch ourselves and try to try to do better we're always going to get that drawback effect so it's normal you know what i mean so the more, the better you try to be, the more you try to do, and the better you become, that kind of, it doesn't really go away in a way. It's always there. So, but I believe too that the more successes you do have, it becomes easier to deal with. I'm not saying that it's going to get harder and harder for you as you try to do, become better and better, but we just need to acknowledge that it's always going to be there, that resistance. Actually, I, I just finished listening to uh, a book. It's a very short book by Steve Pressfield, I think it's called, and, and the, the book is called Do the Work. Very short book, uh, Do the Work. I think it's Stephen Pressfield. And um, he talks about that, uh, this very topic we've been talking about, and I hope, something I highly recommend, so I've just... Put that there in the chat area for you as well. All right, anything else anyone wants to talk about before we end today's conference call? Mel, Julie, TK? Yeah, hello, hello John. Uh, hey, Mel. Good to have you back on the call. Yeah, I'm sorry. I haven't been for more than a month now, but it's just huge pressure on this end, and I haven't been able to start anything on the uh, product you suggested as much as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still maintaining my video a week and improving everything I can on the blogs for, uh, you know, that G-Metrics type. Oh, okay. 
yes. thing, and I have made some good progress. I'm getting up into the 90s for opening and awesome. that sort of thing. I found some some good uh, programs which clean out my junky stuff. So my page opening is improving. And I started using some free indexes to improve my, um, how would you say, publicity about my blogs. Mm-hmm. These free indexes, one would take all night to send out my URLs to, say, 3,000-odd places, and the other one would do about 600 in half an hour. And I don't know whether they were to blame after about three days or four days a sudden drop-off. It was dramatic. Is it possible that because I was indexing with so many thousands and so frequently, I could have hit a, a sort of negative response with those Google-type spiders? Was I okay. getting negative responses? Okay. Now, uh, just a couple of things I need to clarify before I can answer that question. Uh, when you say you had a big drop-off, do you mean your Alexa ranking dived? or? I'm always monitoring my views per day. Okay. So you're talking about your YouTube videos views now? <laughs> yeah, my YouTube videos, my blog views... And I'm doing, I'm doing my maritime blogs and Facebooks as well. Okay. So you, you mean, um, so we're we talking about view, viewership to your blog? Blog, drop? Facebook and YouTube. All of them? Yeah. So you had a drop in people watching your YouTube videos? You had a drop in people visiting your blog? Yeah. Your, your two blogs? Yeah. And your Facebook page? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's unusual that you would get a drop across all of those. Like it was a big, and it was a noticeable one. It was a big one, was it? It certainly was on my social media traffic blog. It was down from, say, getting up towards 100 a day to <laughs> back to six. And then right. slowly, that is very un- slowly yeah. coming up to 25. Well, I'm, I'm, how long ago was that? Early in November. Early in November. It may be that if you're getting a drop across all those, I'm guessing that Google did, had a change of their algorithm, and which affected, uh, you know, the effect was across the board. Mm. That that might make sense why that would happen. Uh, but yeah, I, otherwise I'm not sure why you'd get it drop in traffic across all those platforms. Is there a way to remove negative ne- negative indexing? Now, okay, yeah, and that's the other part I was going to ask you about uh, with the indexing. So what exactly do you mean? What type of services were you using? Can you give me an example, like a website or? 
some of them. Almost anything under the sun you can think of, so many I hadn't heard of. There was a certain amount of Google as well. Um, so all these sites were in this list, which I would never come across in a thousand years. So, so uh, did you go, you mentioned there was two places you went to to do this indexing and they it did it for you. What's the two services you used? One was Free Indexer. Freeindexer.com? Yeah. Just to, I'll just put the URL in the chat area too, Mel, just to make sure that I am going to the right site, the one that you went to. Is that the, is that the service you used? I was just looking up the other one. Um, okay. Now, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that looks, that looks like it. And, okay. And it was the fast one. Sure, and you've got the, um, you're working on getting to the other one as well, are you? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I'm just okay, looking, that's looking all right. through them now. I stopped them all, and I just yeah. I just had about two pingers that were sort of highly recommended. So I, I didn't think there'd be anything wrong mm. with pinging everything I put out. Yeah, I think that's a bit different. Um, with and I, I, I have a lot of URLs I automatically ping to. Like I've got it in my um, uh, within WordPress. I actually have a list of URLs. So whenever I create new content, I, I post a, I publish a new post. It lets all these in indexing sites know. So it pings um, Google and Yahoo and Bing and all that kind of stuff let them know, hey, I've got new content, and they come, they send their spiders so that it gets indexed quicker and so the content get in, uh, is available for people to search, you know, when they're searching Google. Whereas, hey, John, so, this, I'm looking at this, it says free index. Is this something that tells you what your rating is or something? No, what it looks like to me, uh, from what it's saying, that... Three uh, it's each one of your URLs backlinks to over 300 statistics. Yeah. So it looks like this is creating, uh, I think it's saying that it's creating backlinks for you. It's always something that I'm very careful of. I don't use uh, backlink like programs that create backlinks for you, especially overnight. It's because Google, what they do is... I mean, the reason why people would use a service like this that creates lots of backlinks for you, it's so that you can get a better search engine ranking, right? So it's it's a way of trying to fool Google into saying into thinking that oh you've got so many backlinks to your site that means your site must be really important. I'm going to give it a better ranking than other sites that don't have as many backlinks. Okay. So when when you've got services that do that, that create mass backlinks for you, especially ones that do it very quickly all at once, it actually flags Google now. It's actually a bad thing for you, because Google, yes, yes, um, they still Google still look at how many backlinks you have to your site, and they do use that as a measure of how important your site is and how much authority they're going to give your site and how well they're going to rank it. But Google will also know whether you've you've been the one that's been creating that, all those backlinks 
or they've been created naturally because people like your stuff and think it's important. So there's a big difference. So when you get lots of backlinks naturally, Google gives you the big thumb up and they're happy. If you go, if you use a service that creates backlinks for you, um, not non naturally, you know, where you've you've actually generated them yourself through a service, then Google they not only discount those backlinks, they also penalize you because you've been doing that kind of stuff. If you're using a service like that, it, and and Google have had an algorithm change where they've where they've basically and when I say algorithm change, what Google does is every now and again they're gonna they update their system and factor in new services and stuff people might be using to try to manipulate their search engine rankings. So let's say for example, prior to early November this year, Google didn't penalize you if you're using free indexer because maybe that's a new service, right? Maybe that's something that just came along. So when they did their latest algorithm update, anyone that was using free indexer, they're going to penalize their sites. That's the way Google sort of works, and and could explain why you know all of a sudden your web, say your Facebook page or your YouTube videos and your blogs took a dive in traffic. Yes. Does that make sense? Was I, that all make sense, Mel? Well, that's what sort of thought, uh, what, what I thought, and um, I couldn't see any other explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what, what I always tell people when it comes to SEO, if you always want to be in line with Google and Intune and not be affected by their algorithm changes, and if you always want to have good rankings, there's a few things you can do, uh, and I'll just list them here. So, um, so SEO strategy is that um, first, the first rule is always valuable content. Okay, so make sure that your content it's serving your market. Whatever your niche is, you're providing valuable content. Make sure it's always unique content as well. So it's stuff that you've either personally created, it's videos you've personally created, it's uh, articles you've personally written, it's audios you've personally made yourself, or you, you can outsource it, but make sure that it's high quality stuff and it's not rehashed stuff. It's not stuff that someone's just used an article spinner to make it unique just for you and it doesn't really... You know, and you can tell when someone's created stuff from article spinners, it just never sounds proper. You can, anyway. So it's always valuable content. You've always got valuable content. You've always got unique content. Um, never uh, use backlinking services. So if you want to get, if you do want to get backlinks, approach people specifically. So find other people in the same niche as you. Or, or re- relevant to to your niche uh, that have good quality sites and maybe ask them for if they're happy to, to link to your stuff and vice versa you know you might you might do each way where you link to their site they link to yours uh, and that's fine to do but never use backlinking backlink services that promise you hundreds or thousands of backlinks 
on high page rank sites yes. and all that, or .edu sites, or any of that stuff, because it'll always come back to bite you. Here's something, John. I found out later that maybe once a week is not so bad, but maybe me doing it every jolly day. I was putting up posts every day and backlinking everyone. So maybe I was yeah. too frequent. Yeah, look, I, I wouldn't use them at all, those kind of backlinking services. Yeah. Um, but, yes, well, I if you do use them, then, yeah, if you use, if you overdo it, then that's even worse, yeah. Now, here's another yeah, that, um, thing I've come across. I I'm getting pretty good at SEOing my videos, and I'm sharing <laughs> them widely. And sometimes... On a Google page, there could be three of my view. Hang on, three, and they're all the same because I've just put them up, and I've spread them around all these sites, and they're coming in from Google, Daily Motion, all my Twitter accounts, and mm -hmm. they're going on the same page of Google. And yeah, that was, awesome. Is that awesome. getting too much? No, you can never have enough traffic or enough search results. So that's a good thing. It's incredible. That's really good. So the, the three that I've mentioned so far, always valuable content. It's always unique content. Never use backlinking services. Um, I um, use appropriate uh, keyword phrase uh, everywhere. So uh, if you're creating a video, for example, um, let's say I created one about PPV traffic. Okay, so I would incorporate the word PPV traffic into the title. I would put it in the, uh, let's say for a YouTube video, I'll put it in the description and I'll put it as a tag. Or if I'm creating a blog post, I put the word, the phrase PPV traffic in the title. I'd put it in the content of my post uh, and I'd underline it maybe or make it bold. Um, I would also put it in the keywords section, in the meta tag section of the keywords. I'd put it in the description as well. I'd put it in the tags of the blog post. Um, so <laughs> whenever you're, so that's something very important to do with whatever keyword phrase you're targeting for that specific piece of content. So they're, they're the basic things I'm just trying to think. Um, so with my with my blog, I'll, uh, with your website, you always want to make sure that you have a, a Google sitemap. Now, with WordPress, it's easy. You can just install a plugin that creates this sitemap for you automatically and updates it automatically. You want to make sure on your website or on your blog you have your contact us uh, page, your privacy policy in terms of terms of use pages and that's yeah that's some of the main things I would do as far as SEO goes it's good to, to link your own content so it's good to link from uh, your YouTube videos to your squeeze page to your landing page or to your blog yeah so link your stuff up so you get those, you get those quality links, and not just that, you also it helps with your traffic as well. Again, really appreciate everyone being on the call. 
really looking forward to having you here next week. I hope you got a lot out of the call too. I hope there's something valuable that you can take away from this call. I know we talked about a lot of important things. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great Thank week. you, mate. See you. Thank you, John. Bye for now. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlegadarkus.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.